This is the ATP Tennis Radio Podcast. Second serve, backhand from De Bruyne to the net! Bellissimo for Yannick Sinner! The most remarkable story of 2019! Capped off in the best way possible! He defeats the top seeds and finalists from last year, 4-2, 4-1, 4-2! And the crowd couldn't be happier! Yannick Sinner, the next-gen ATP champion for 2019. Welcome to the latest ATP Tennis Radio podcast. And this week, our focus falls on one of the most talented young prospects in the game. At just 18 years of age, the next-gen ATP Finals champion Yannick Sinner is on the cusp of breaking through into the game's elite. And his recent victory in Milan, all the more surprising given that five years ago, his main focus in life wasn't even tennis. When I was like three, four years, uh, my dad came to me and he gave me the racket in my hand. And uh, I played a little bit, not much, just to enjoy. And uh, of course, I was a skier in my parts. Uh, the first sport is, of course, skiing. And uh, I skied uh, more than tennis. I played football and a little bit of tennis. And uh, when I was seven, eight, there was one year where I basically didn't touch the racket. I don't play for uh, one year. And then after my dad came and he said, uh, Let, let's try once more. And, uh, and from that point, I really enjoyed it. It was not easy in the beginning, of course, you know, leaving, uh, first of all, all my friends, which I had uh, many friends, many good friends in my hometown. I had uh, to leave one or basically two sports, uh, skiing and uh, football. And then of course uh, my family, which was not easy, but uh, it was my decision and, and I enjoyed, uh, or I'm still enjoying playing tennis. And uh, that was the point why I, why I left my, my home. And now I'm very happy that I've made that, that kind of decision. When I was 13, 14, I decided to play tennis. I came to Ricciardo Piatti. And uh, from this point, I play uh, basically um, every day. The first day when I came there, I remember uh, he was watching me. And I saw that he was uh, very excited to watch me playing. And uh, there were many coaches there which saw me. And they said, OK, this is a good kid. He's, he, he can play good tennis. And, you know, this helped me a little bit of the decision, you know, because they were uh, very sure about uh, what they are doing and that's the first thing uh, what I was looking for and they were uh, always um, good in court with me and uh, they are trying to improve uh, day after day and uh, that was very important for me and then of course uh, with uh, Ricardo he's um, especially now um, he's always in, in the court with me when I'm there in the center so I'm, I'm very appreciative. Sinner putting his faith in Piatti, so it was only fitting in Milan that Barry Cowan should catch up with the legendary Italian coach and started by asking him where, at the tender age of just 18, 
all that maturity and composure comes from. The story is uh, quite interesting about uh, Yannick because uh, before to come in Bordighera, where uh, I'm living in Monte Carlo, but it's a 20 kilometer, I have a center in Bordighera, and uh, he was 13 years old and he was playing two, three times in a week. And after that, he started to play every day. And uh, what happened? Um, and uh, never, I was not, uh, not in focus with uh, young kids about result, uh, but uh, build the game. And uh, okay, I saw him that he was very fast uh, in the court, uh, watching the ball very well, hit the ball, uh, and moving and uh, try to win the point. So all the characteristics that I like to, the ten- to becoming a very good tennis player. And so, and, uh, and for two, three years, he, he played tournament, but he was not winning. And that, uh, but it, he doesn't care about that. Uh, he didn't play so much junior, and uh, we play, he played uh, future. Sometimes uh, he went in some future with the, part, the other part of the team, the older, and uh, was not in a draw, and he stayed there for practice. So any time that I have a possibility, I put him uh, in a court with a good one. Uh, when I was with Raonic, uh, he was uh, 14 uh, years old, 15 years old. He practiced sometimes with Milos, he practiced with Djokovic, with Roger, with uh, all this guy. But the um, mentality that he has uh, is very uh, smart guy, is very interesting, uh, uh, is, um, and is uh, working a lot. He knows that uh, uh, if he's working a lot, he can do everything. It's interesting you said that he played a lot of junior tournaments at 13, 14, but he didn't really care about results, which is very unusual for juniors. For me, is uh, you know, I have a quite, I'm 60 years old, so I have a little bit experience about this kind of job. And uh, I think for me, uh, it's very important when our ATP pro uh, are important the result because uh, you're going to turn to win the tournament but the rest uh, is just to build the player and uh, when he came there uh, he explained that uh, I listen I have here also some sparring uh, that are uh, 15 years old uh, and for me they, uh, they already win uh, too much uh, because uh, uh, if you win when you are young uh, you are more concentrated about the result uh, instead of to build the game and I prefer in this age uh, uh, to build the game because they have no rush they, they, because they have uh, free the mind is free you know you can eat the ball uh, you're not just put the ball in a court that is my mentality my approach and the approach that I has is a lot uh, during that time uh, improve the technical part uh, Yannick uh, was working a lot about this part about technical and uh, about mentality when you talk about technical what do you mean? Technical is the first important thing for uh, to play well tennis, good tennis, because um, if you hit the ball well, you can control the, the game. So and uh, so that's why I am very focused about that. Technical is mean uh, using the racket in his easy way, and uh, this is that. If you using the racket in an easy way, it's easy to hit the ball and put the ball where you want. And uh, that is my principal goal for uh, this kind of player. Also, with the pro, I work in a lot about that kind of uh, with that mentality. 
You were saying that it was easy for you to sell it to Yannick, that it was about development. But that helps when you have all the experience that you have with all the great players that you've worked with, from Lubicic taking him to three in the world, from Raonic taking him to Wimbledon final, from Gasquet, from Chorich. So how have you been able to improve as a coach over 30 years or so? You know, also with, uh, with you're talking about this kind of player, uh, uh, I'm working a lot about technique and uh, thinking about Milos. Milos is great serve, or, or like Ivan, a great serve, but uh, I'm working a lot uh, uh, to to improving that. If you're thinking about the best, uh, you see that uh, Rafa, uh, when he was 20 or now, is playing better tennis. Uh, in my simple example, uh, watching the final of uh, Marseille, when um, Roger played, uh, and he was 20 years old, and I think he lost to Rosé or something like that. If you're watching you don't recognize uh, Roger because he's completely a different player. So it means that uh, if you are 20 years old and now he's 38, uh, he improves his tennis. That's the mentality that the best player has. And so uh, that's why they, they cannot have the younger, is my question. And that's why I put uh, uh, with the younger that kind of mentality that they need uh, not to win but to improve. Uh, when um, uh, I say not to win, uh, it's not mean that go in a court and eat the ball, you know. But they need to understand uh, that uh, everything they're doing uh, is for one project. It's not, uh, okay, you are uh, win, you're happy. Okay, if he's in a project, uh, I agree. So if you eat the ball, uh, it's very easy. Uh, it, if uh, you have a good technique example of serve, uh, you have great serve, and then you have possibility to attack. And then I want that when are young, they attack. Like uh, uh, what is doing now Yannick uh, is uh, important in his game. Then start from four years ago. And of course, now what happened this year or last year, uh, improving his body is more bigger, is more strong, and uh, the re result coming. It's a long-term plan, and it's not just about you. It's about a whole team. And, and we were, you were talking to me before we started the interview that you have the same people around him that you had for Milos, that you had for Ivan. So, you, so basically, it's, it's almost like being a very good football manager or soccer manager. Is uh, yeah because uh, okay when uh, talking about uh, the player, uh, player is very important the team on the back, and uh, I have Dalibolo Shirola that is a fitness trainer, and Claudio Zimaglia is a physio, and uh, then uh, I have uh, some uh, coaches that are working with me like Andrea Volpini or Christian Brandi. We working uh, we working together with uh, um, Yannick. Uh, important is the people the person around that they have experience so because uh, uh, another important point uh, when you are young uh, is not uh, to see when they winning but when they losing uh, if what is what uh, what is going on if they lose their mind they become nervous uh, you know they, they have no idea to practice they you know they confuse that i like uh, that kind of moment example was uh, this year about uh, Yannick. Yannick won Bergamo and two future. And then he won in Alicante and he lost uh, to one Spanish guy in 2003. I don't remember the name, but he's a very good guy. And he was winning three love in the third. And then he lost 6-3. 
And when he came back, uh, uh, in, uh, he was there with Brandy, and he went, came back in, uh, in the center and said, listen, Yannick, I'm very happy that you lost against this guy. Because if you lost, uh, if you're losing a guy top 100, uh, you don't care. But if you're losing a guy young player, you suffer. And uh, you suffer, and, uh, and uh, it's very important that you understand if you are three love in the third, uh, you need to find a way to, to win instead of uh, you're going to suffer again. So that, I explained to him, can happen if you are uh, becoming a very good player, and if you not control that, uh, it's tough for you. Very fortunate to have Ricardo Piatti talking to us on ATP Tennis Radio. And you mentioned when he lost that match from being three love up in the third against a boy who was, well, he is a boy, born 2003. What was Yannick's reaction? The, I was uh, very depressed. It was, and I explained, uh, you, okay, you are three love in the third. Okay, sit down. Uh, I, he said, I didn't control my game. Okay. Oh, the shot, but it's not a problem about the shot, and uh, you need to control your mind. It's not uh, uh, because uh, you win a three tournament on the road. It's not a problem about tennis. It's a problem about the mind, and uh, uh, you need to understand uh, in that moment uh, in which way you need to control your mind. If you need uh, rest, stay, or uh, you need to eat one ball more, uh, not going to rush or not to go in negative part. And, but uh, but Yannick uh, understand very well after that. I have an example. Uh, quite a uh, good example because um, uh, Tony Nadal a few years ago um, I remember that there was a one semi-final against Verdasco in Australia and Rafa won a 6-4 in the fifth unbelievable match and everybody remembered that kind of match and uh, Rafa was very tired uh, for the final and, uh, and uh, Rafa uh, and Tony I read uh, and uh, he said listen Rafa you lost in uh, in uh, I don't know in another tournament because you start to be tired and you spoke you are tired and you are not uh, energy for go in in the final match if you think like that you're not winning or change your mind or you're going to lose again and in the end, uh, Rafa is changed his mind. Uh, they, they, what I want to say is that you need to educate them. Yeah. I was going to ask that because so often we see the champions. We see Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, Murray, uh, and hopefully in years to come, we're going to be talking about the same thing as Yannick Sinner. That these aren't people that have been born champions. These are people that have been nurtured. And obviously they have a very good supreme talent, but they've been nurtured in the right way. I think they, they have a sure talent, but the, the people around that they could educate them about to explain the reality think uh, uh, in 10 years. You know, uh, tennis is sport, but you need to educate them uh, when they play match. And they need to know what, uh, is, what is going on. You know, if you do something or not example uh, another example is uh, Yannick Yannick of course he wants to become a very good player but uh, he's not born for that uh, he's working uh, more than the other pl- player that I had before 
So he's young, but he's working a lot. Thinking about, he has a match tonight and he's playing one hour in the morning and 20 minutes in the afternoon. And then he's going to play match. Normally, we came here and normally he's playing three hours. So he, he know that for hit the ball well, we're talking about technique, you need a repetition. You cannot, you know, it's just enough three times to have a good serve. No, you need to repeat, repeat, repeat million times for have a good shot. And uh, is understand that. So uh, we need to, to educate them for becoming great player. The good, uh, the, the big generation that we have, uh, we're talking about Roger, Rafa and Nole, sure, and Cla uh, or Mare too, Unfortunately for uh, his injury, he was injured for long, but uh, they have uh, uh, strong mentality. Strong mentality means, uh, for me, good education uh, for this kind of sport. And uh, that, um, um, you, okay, if you're talking about a new generation, you have a very good player. A problem that we have uh, is uh, uh, if they have that kind of education that the older had. Uh, okay, example uh, that I, uh, I explained to Yannick, in 2005 I was working uh, with uh, Nole Djokovic and I was uh, in New York and uh, uh, Nole had uh, the same age to Yannick this year, 18 years old. He beat uh, Ancic and Mufis and then he lost to Verdasco. And uh, I asked to Yannick uh, if he know after how many years he won uh, US Open and uh, he won after seven years so and I tell Yannick if you have uh, for seven years this kind of energy in your mind to practice to be angry to becoming very good you have a possibility one day to win one slam if you are not uh, you're not coming that's the difference between the good one uh, this kind of okay they play well they, they, but for me, it's unbelievable, you know, that uh, uh, Rafa, uh, he was uh, injured and then he's coming back more stronger. That's, is, uh, okay, it's not talent, it's education, it's mentality, education. That is uh, more that we, I think we, uh, with the younger, you need to push. It's great that we got Ricardo. I could talk to you for hours. Just, just a few more questions. You mentioned that he's playing tonight. But he's practicing for an hour today, this morning. Is that to work on stuff from last night? Is that to work on what he needs tonight? Or is that stuff to work that he wants to improve next year and beyond? No, he's, um, he has a program. A little, I'm focusing some points uh, that uh, he needs to improve uh, and uh, need the repetition. Of course, uh, one part is important uh, in this moment for him is a serve. Uh, is, is, uh, if you compare to Roma, he's serving better. But uh, again, uh, he needs to repeat a lot. And uh, so I work in a lot uh, with the video analysis. And then uh, now uh, when he's going to court, uh, he's doing a lot of repetition about serve uh, to be fast uh, and uh, precise. 
and uh, of course uh, this morning I repeat uh, quite a lot to serve and then uh, and then also the other part of his game the other part of this game is uh, that I want that uh, is coming more often to the net uh, and uh, we do some easy drill to choose the ball to come uh, to make a volley of course uh, he need to improve also the volley and uh, he did that pine uh, that part of uh, 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 was uh, practice was serve volley and approach or approach volley and serve this is was the goal always thinking ahead if we fast forward five years maybe seven years what type of player do you think Yannick Sinner will be uh, I think uh, what you see is uh, a player that he control the game and to, to go to win. The mentality that I push him is, uh, I don't care in this uh, age, uh, uh, win, uh, winning or lose, but I want that he's going to win the match, not waiting something happen. Very good. Uh, I have uh, uh, three, four weeks ago, a month ago, uh, I have opportunity. I am working with Maria Sharapova, and I have opportunity to go out with Maria Sharapova and Marat Safin in one restaurant in Italy. I invited them, and uh, Yannick, of course, he came with me. And uh, um, I asked to them, "What you in this age when we was 18? What you waiting something or you go to win?" And of course, the two guys that are number was number one say, uh, "We we play for win." not for waiting and that is a goal that I have with him uh, working his game to win and during the match he need to go to win losing matches but imposing the game the off season what's where will you be what you what will you be working on uh, we go uh, okay he's coming back in Monte Carlo we stay busy in Monte Carlo or Bordighera and uh, I think he has 41 days we already uh, organized uh, okay first part uh, was uh, uh, sure more fitness part but uh, I wanted to continue to play maybe he's going two times uh, fitness and one time uh, tennis and uh, there we have a lot of opportunity to play with uh, the good one because I know there are many of them living there, Goffin, David, many of them, uh, and so no problem about that. And then uh, we decided not yet uh, where to go, sure Australia. I hope uh, that maybe Doha give a wild card to go walk in, uh, in Doha, we're waiting something, and let's see it. And uh, the rest uh, is uh, indoor, is going to play Montpellier, Rotterdam, Marseille. Uh, the big one and then uh, we see Indian Wells Miami Shore and I don't know the rest Australia obviously Australia yes 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 Australia is the focus and the goal for next year to play more than 16 matches how many sorry 60 yeah because this year uh, the goal that we have uh, was uh, 70 and uh, because I uh, was number 50 because and uh, 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 question for you is uh, a lot or not no, I'm just, I think it's brilliant that you say the matches. Because yes. normally you ask a coach and they say top 100 or want the Masters, Masters semi final. So it's very clever. But are a lot or not? Uh, I think it's about right. It's all right. For me, uh, uh, because uh, last year I say, listen, uh, Yannick, 70 are a lot or not? I was thinking, hmm, maybe. And I say, listen, seven in a month are a lot or not for a young boy 18 years old. And again, 
if I say to you six in a month are a lot or not? For me, for kids like him, six, six matches in a month are nothing. You need to be ready for if you want to become a pro. This is a goal that uh, I, one goal that I say you need to play 60 matches. Ricardo, thanks very much for talking to us on ATP Tennis Radio. Ricardo Piatti, I believe he will play more than 60 matches next year, which will mean he will continue his incredible uh, form that he showed in 2019. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, and we we'll see you next year. Ciao. On iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, and ATPTour.com. This is the ATP Tennis Radio Podcast. And never shy of picking up a topic and running with it, the ATP Tennis Radio commentary team seized on the merit of those 60 matches. Here's what former player Lucy R and Nick McCarvel had to say. It was a great interview, wasn't it? A, a real insight. I mean, I absolutely loved it. And, you know, for me... <laughs> I totally agreed. But the, the one thing that he needed to do, first of all, was to get buy-in and get that trust from Sinner. And that's not easy to do, you know. But obviously Sinner, and he, he talked about the fact that he's, you know, he's a smart guy and he's bought into it. It's as simple as that. And, and it's given Piatti that opportunity to, to map it out. And, you know, with all the experience he's got, he, he knows exactly what to do. He's been there with the different players. He knows the journey and the difference stages and he, he talked about the fact there I mean he, at the moment he's actually played 77 matches this year if you compare that Djokovic is 63 but he's also got London and Davis Cup as well so there's more matches to be played so I think they're in different stages in in their career and how he's broken it down and certainly from my perspective as as a coach is is what I look at is First of all, you've got the player and you've got the person. So you've got to understand where they are. So you've got a 13-year-old girl or boy. They can be very differently. They Physically, they could be way behind with their development or they could be ahead. Also, the mentality. And you've got to take that into account. There's two things there that are massive within the sport. And you can't necessarily speed up the physical. When they're growing, you, growing you've got to actually you know sometimes back off because you can't load them build them up strength you can't over push them similarly sometimes with the mentality you can't necessarily speed that up so as a coach you've got to get a real view on where they're at and when you work on each part now for me it is it's about the pro game you know great as a junior but that's your rehearsal that's where you know the juniors that I go away with you can't miss the opportunity to when you're on the road with them you're going to run out of time if you're not doing the development work it's as simple as that you're there to play matches to learn and of course they want to win and that's a big part of it and for me I, I'd say you go play you compete but then we do the work after and that's got to be ongoing otherwise you're going to run out of time because it's all about being a pro tennis player and you know there's it doesn't matter what you did you, you do when you're a junior if you don't then step up and perform as a as a pro it it's not worthless because obviously you then go on and do different things and but I think the way he's dissected it and you know he knew where Sinner was at and he talks a lot about the technical side because 
that's the most important thing. They've got to have the skills to be able to implement the tactics. You then physically have got to be able to do that, which, again, as we talked about, takes time if they're going through growth spurts. The mentality was obviously there. He's bought into the whole plan. And, I mean, it is so specific. It was 41 days until, so, you know, often you'll do where you'll work from the next match backwards. So you've got match day, day before, da, 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 and then you know what period you're in. And, and obviously when you've got a training block, you know, you want to go heavy with the physical and you're working on technique. So you're then swinging to basically get to where they're playing practice matches and then the physical's all about the speed. So, you, you know, you've got to have that attention to detail to get them ready, because otherwise, how do you know? And if there's no plan, and that's 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 what he's doing. I mean, I, oh, there's I a love plan. It. It's, there's it's, a plan. It's you know, <laughs> it's there. And now, because he had, overall he hasn't played a load of matches. If you actually look through, he got to 133 as a junior, so it, it wasn't a focus. Didn't play much junior He didn't tennis. play a, a lot of the high mm -hmm. events. The only thing where I think maybe they're important, and for some players, if they're not going to do it, then it's it doesn't matter they can play whatever because you're playing you're learning as he talked about there the match that he lost to the younger player he, he got a lot from that and actually there was a big lesson to be learned so you know I quite like the fact if they can get into the slams if you feel that that's something they can do with without sacrificing any of the development obviously there's dress rehearsal there for when they're going to be a pro that's the only reason why you play a junior slam is so you've been there before but it's not essential a lot do it and it wasn't something that he did because because of his ranking and then you know they've they've obviously set time aside to actually know when to play tournaments so now's actually the time that's why he's talking about the amount of matches there because now it's about the learning and being in different situations within matches how you deal with it how you're able to bounce back how you're able to maybe lose first round one week have the whole week to play so all that sort of experience that you only get when when you play play tournaments and it'll be interesting to see what his schedule's like i mean he he pretty much went through it all. I mean, I thought Barry was going to ask about 2023 because that would have been mapped out as well. And Ricardo Piotti would have had an answer. <laughs> he would have right? had it all. So, it, the, I mean, the interesting thing, because obviously, I mean, he's just gone quickly up, mm. hasn't he? I mean, he was 770 at the end of last year. Insane. I mean, that's playing futures. And yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, for those people that maybe aren't aware of what, that's the lowest rung of professional tennis nobody is there watching you could be on a court anywhere you've maybe got an umpire that's it i mean you know you're getting three balls it's so different and i mean that's what's so impressive but listening to that interview there you're like oh okay uh, it all what, makes yeah. sense because there's been a, a clear plan the biggest thing that Sinner has brought into it and um, Piatti touched on the next generation and not everyone does because there's an obsession with win-loss and agents and da da da, -da and, and then there's panic and then as soon as panic comes into play then the plan goes out the window. So I think first and foremost is that there's a clear plan and that's why he feels comfortable here and that's why when he speaks he's got self-confidence mm. because he's been building. There's been clear stepping stones to get to this point and that's why he knows he's prepared and he knows he's ready. I just want, what do you think is the X factor with Yannick Sinner? Because outside the top 700 a year ago to now he's inside the top 100 now, he's only 18 and I have to admit when I was reporting for ATP Tennis Radio this spring I was in Rome in the player restaurant and there was this gangly looking redhead <laughs> with a, a tray in his hand trying to find his 
team, his group to sit with. And I thought, who's that awkward kid? <laughs> and two days later, he beat Steve Johnson on Campo Centrale for the biggest win at that point of his career. But real quick, what do you think is the X factor that makes him so good? Because he's not physically imposing. The big thing is, I mean, he times the ball great. He hit, hits the ball flat. It's clean. But there's a lot of people that do that. The biggest thing is, is how he deals with pressure moments and his commitment, his belief to actually go out and try and win the point. It, it's, as, it's as simple as that. And it's not reckless. He backs himself. But that's what he's been trained to do. And that's what he believes. So I guess overall, if you want to package it up, it's, it's his mentality mm. that is, you know, for someone with pretty much zero experience let's let's be honest he's not going to the you know the locker and actually pulling out a whole load of experience it, it is his mindset his maturity and his composure for you know someone his age with you know as I say I mean he was playing futures at the start of the year it's quite incredible but I mean remember that name I don't I don't think any of us will forget it because you can never say there's a he's a sure thing but he's as, as close to it our thanks to Lucial and Nick McCarvel and, of course, to Ricardo Piatti and the young man himself, Yannick Sinner. I'm Seb Lozier and I hope you can join us next week when we'll be taking a look at the role the media plays in tennis. From the magic in the commentary box and behind the camera to the press room, the photographers and the gurus behind social media. Join us then for another ATP Tennis Radio podcast. If you like this podcast, please search the iTunes store for ATP Tennis Radio to leave a review. review.